Welcome to SNAP, survivors of narcissistic and abusive personalities. This educational recovery podcast is presented by Claremont Mental Health and Mandy Friedman, licensed professional clinical counsellor. This presentation contains vital information for survivors of abuse. Topics include the spectrum of abusive personalities, targets of abuse, abusive relationships, and survivors in recovery. We hope this information helps you gain solid footing and clarity as you navigate your road to recovery. Hi everyone, Mandy Friedman here, licensed professional clinical counselor, clinically certified domestic violence counselor, clinically certified trauma professional, and the creator of SNAP Survivors of Narcissistic and Abusive Personalities. Today I am here to talk to you about senior sociopaths. I mentioned this in a previous video, letting you know that I would be doing this book review, and now here I am today doing the review. I also need to check and make sure that this is actually working because I've had troubles with this in the past. So just give me one second here. <laughs> is it working? It seems like it's working. It says live. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm assuming that it's working. And I, all right, here we go. Oh. <laughs> okay. This is the book that I am reviewing, Senior Sociopaths. How to Identify and Escape from Lifelong Abusers by Donna Anderson. And she even signed my copy for me, which is super nice. No, oh, you can't see it, can you? There you go. Yeah, Donna even gave me her little signature there. That was super sweet of her. She's a really great lady. So I just wanted to share with you about this book because I find it to be really, really important. Um, as a lot of my clients have parents who are older and they're abusive parents or relatives that, you know, they're now in the later stages of life. We're talking about 50 and up, <laughs> older adults. I'm almost uh, 50, that seems pretty young, but that's really what the, where the number starts um, is 50 plus in terms of who she interviewed for her research. So, but let's do a little backstory here. Who is Donna Anderson? So Donna Anderson is the author of lovefraud.com. She's also a researcher. She has a bunch of books, which you can find on her website, www.lovefraud.com, which I will also add to the notes to this video. So you can go and check her out. Um, she's got a book about red flags, um, all kinds of stuff that's really helpful. So I would go and check that out. I also have six webinars on her website um, as well, if you're interested to look at any of those having to do with healing and recovery from abuse. Um, so those are there on her website as well. Um, recently, she had a TV appearance on Investigation Discovery, a show called Love, Honor, and Betray, where she shared her story of how she was abused, because she's a survivor as well, um, she told her story of abuse um, at the hands of a sociopath live on TV, which was really super cool, very brave and awesome. Uh, and that was just this past December, right before the book came out. So that's Donna, really great lady. That's her history. And, you know, she's doing this research and then presenting it to people who study psychopathy. You know, she's going to these um, you know, symposiums and going to these 
uh, you know, where all of these researchers are getting together, these big important people, and she's standing right up there and, and she's saying, you're wrong, you're wrong. Based on my research, this is what I found. And it really takes a lot of character strength and bravery to do such a thing. So she's kind of a hero to me, if you can't tell. A little bit proud of her. Okay, so the reason that she wrote this book is because it's a common myth and misunderstanding that psychopaths and sociopaths and narcissists burn out over time, meaning that they run out of the energy that it requires to run the games and you know do the, the, the typical things that they would normally do that takes a lot of energy for them to have lots of things going on and be manipulative and keeping the story straight and telling lies and um, you know gaslighting and all of the things that they do um, criminal behavior abusive behavior nastiness that that goes away over time because it takes so much energy for them to do that which is interesting to me and i i have a counter theory <laughs> along with donna's but um so that's the common view now you got to think about where would be where would be a place where psychopaths would be in a able to participate in their own interviews asking them how they feel as they get older right so a lot of what we understand about psychopaths come from the perspective of the psychopath who is probably incarcerated and you know is volunteering to participate in certain things as they are incarcerated um, and and from the perspective of the psychopath or the sociopath they get depressed um, and they, you know, because they're aging and because they're, you know, antics and, and the jig is up, you know, they're coming, it's coming to a close and that they get de depressed and that they kind of, you know, peter out with things. And, but as I've been looking for that research, what I see is it coming from the perspective of the psychopath. Well, Donna's research is from the perspective of the targets and the survivors. Duh, aren't they gonna be the ones that really know the truth about the behaviors? <laughs> Not the psychopaths lie. And sociopaths and narcissists lie. This is very natural way. They're very manipulative and they have ways of, of framing things in a context and you know, even feigning emotions. Um, and also becoming a persona, you know, being able to become something in front of another person based on what they're trying to achieve. So anyway, Donna's like, well, hey, maybe we should talk to the people that are really affected by the behaviors of the psychopaths and sociopaths, right? Pretty smart. So she did a survey of approximately 1,200 people that were survivors, targets, or witnesses of abuse um, at the hands of senior sociopaths. And I just want to share with you some of the things that she found because I think it really relates to a lot of my clients <clears throat> and people in our SNAP groups um, in terms of the kinds of abuse that we're more likely to face. Um, from an individual that is this type of an abuser. So I've got the book right here in front of me and if you if you wind up getting the book I'm on page 47 and the the table here is harm suffered by dating and married victims due to romantic involvement with a senior sociopath. So these questions are 
date or based on dating like intimate partner involvement with a senior sociopath okay and the questions that they asked in that they had to select from was you lost these are like the effects right the the aftermath of things that went on you lost your home you lost your business you lost your job you incurred debt you declared bankruptcy, you were physically abused or injured, you were infected with an STD, the stress of the involvement made you ill, you became anxious or depressed, you suffered post-traumatic stress disorder, your life was threatened, you considered or attempted suicide, individual threatened or committed suicide. Um, so in other words, you either considered it or attempted it or they, the abuser, considered it or attempted it. Um, pets were injured or killed he cheated or she cheated on you um, sexual demands made you uncomfortable the individual was secretly into pornography lawsuits were filed against you i just had a client the other day i was talking to that that's happening with her uh, criminal charges were filed against you and that happens too they love to you know they love to turn the tables right and flip the script and project and point the finger and they always accuse people of the things that they're actually guilty of okay so those were the things that they asked in this particular part of the survey and i just thought this finding was really interesting now they divided they divided the um group up into those that had been dating versus those that were married and and i'm finding that the numbers don't really matter whether the person was dating or married so i'm not going to make that distinction with you but i just want to give you the top four responses from that list might sound familiar some of those things that i listed were pretty awful right injuring or killing pets yeah that's who does that that's the kind of people that hurts animals yeah on you know for fun or just because they're angry okay all right so the top four this is one that I'm helping people with every single day almost the stress of the involvement made you ill how many of us raise your hand no I'm just kidding you raise your hand but how many of us are left with lifelong and ongoing physical medical problems as a result of either um, long-term and ongoing chronic stress because of the trajectory of your life as somebody who can possibly have complex PTSD so my clients often have complex PTSD or maybe you know it was just this particular relationship that was that stressful that abusive that it caused your body to have a reaction to that and um, there's the book, The Body Keeps the Score, right? We know for a fact that trauma is a very physical and visceral state um, and that people with PTSD often um, have a difficult time determining uh, their own realities, right? Okay, so, but, but also that comes with PTSD is that your body is affected because of those toxic long-term ongoing stress hormones which are really super damaging to your body it can affect your endocrine system it gives us inflammatory issues and so on and so on and so on and so on furthermore we develop substance use disorder eating disorder self-harm or we overeat and we're coping through eating and put weight on there's so many ways um, that we are left with physical ramifications, physical consequences as the result of being abused. And I don't mean injury like physical injury because of a specific, like someone punched you and you have a black eye and that's your physical. No, I mean like 
they're gone and you're still sick. <laughs> That's what I mean, right? And that was one of the top four. All right, the, the next one, the top four was you incurred debt. Hmm. I think that of my clients, a lot of them have wound up in financial situations because of the relationship. Often the, the abusers are, um, they have a criminal mentality, they hide money, they don't, they don't pay their taxes, they're really shifty with how they handle money, um, and they have no problems leaving other people with no resources as they continue to rape and pillage and take resources from other people. So they might rob you blind in the marriage and leave you with all kinds of financial problems. Um, oh, here's one. <laughs> this is like, this is 80 to 90 percent. 80 to 90 percent. I guess I should have read the percentage. You incurred debt was about 50 percent if you were married, um, but only 25 percent if you were dating. Um, the stress of the involvement made you ill. That was dead even between dating and marriage. It didn't matter if you were dating this person or you were married to them. 72 percent 78%, we just have a swing of 6% here. Um, that's a lot, 75% on average, dating and married of a senior sociopath was left with illness. Okay, now he's, here's an even higher number. This is 88% and 92%, 88 married, 92, oh no, 88 dating, sorry, 92 married. But let's just go ahead and say the same, it's a swing of 4%. Four, 4%. You became anxious or depressed. Well, go figure. You're not crazy. You are not crazy. And your mood disorder, whatever you've been misdiagnosed with, whatever the things you're dealing with today, 90%. That is, yeah. I mean, we already know this, but it's just fascinating to see it here on paper in an official study. I mean, it's 80%. 8892 that's 90%. I'm sorry, I keep saying it over and over again, but it's just like, yeah, I know. I see it all the time. Anxious and depressed. Anxious and depressed. Okay, and then the other one. Okay, so if you were dating, this one was 66% and if you were married, 71%. But let's just go ahead and say 70%. Again, it's just a 5-point swing. Um, you suffered PTSD. Well, really, that's kind of what um, the webinars on lovefraud.com that I've done are focusing on is complex PTSD and healing from that. But you can't get out of these relationships without trauma. I mean, it, it's just 70% are going to leave with PTSD. Now you understand why you have such a hard time and why, why we're, you're working to heal. Okay, I'm going to move forward. Right? I just had to share that with you. Now, what was the other one I wanted to share? Oh yeah, let's see. Now this one was types of abuse reported by romantic partners or spouses who met index individuals at age 50 or older. 91% emotional abuse, 91%. Okay, so if 91% of people that are with these abusive types experience emotional abuse, the court system does not recognize that. Society doesn't recognize that. It doesn't count. 
If you don't have a picture of a black eye or of a mark on your neck, um, you, psychological abuse and emotional abuse, it, it's almost like it doesn't exist. It's like it's in your head. Um, but it's a, we know it's a form of abuse because we use it in areas of the government, right? Like psychological warfare, you know, same tactics, same tactics. It's dismantling the core of the person, dismantling their psychology, dismantling their identity, dismantling their view of themselves in relationship to the rest of the world. Emotional abuse, 84% psychological abuse, 58% or 48% financial abuse. Okay, so emotional abuse, psychological abuse, and financial abuse. Guess what's last on the list? Physical abuse. So many people say to me, I wish he would just punch me in the face, or I wish that she would just, you know, come at me violent. Like that's easier somehow for some people to think about as being abuse as if it's physical. Um, but here we see, we see that it, it's, it's not physical. It's 27% physical, 32% sexual, 48% financial, 84% psychological, 91% emotional. Case closed. <laughs> oh, it's really sort of affirming to see um, research that backs up the experiences that I have as a therapist. It's pretty cool. So I'll go ahead and end. This is a really great book, especially if you are someone who is dealing with a senior sociopath in your life. If you have an older parent, elderly parent, or perhaps they've passed away and you're still trying to make sense of the things that went on and how to move through that. Because it's really, really a very complicated thing when abusers get older. Um, and because we see them then as being more vulnerable and needing more help. And how do we fit into that as the targets and survivors of their abuse? It's very complicated. Okay, I hope that you're having a great Saturday. I hope that you've enjoyed this video and I hope that you check out Senior Sociopaths by Donna Anderson. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> and stop. end. If you like this podcast, subscribe and leave us a review. Find Mandy Friedman, LPCC, CCDVC on YouTube and Facebook. Join the Snap Survivors of Narcissistic and Abusive Personalities Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at the official Snap. Thanks for listening.